0: Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com. Well, well, good good morning. Very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. We are live here. It is June 10th, 2022. And this is oneradionetwork.com. We broadcast most every day, generally take Thursdays off, and have guests from a wide variety of ...of genres, and sometimes it's just you and me. Always on Friday, it's just you and me. It has been uh, back in the days when we used to call it Open Phone Friday. But, uh, um, you know, but not too many people call because people are shy. So we, we kind of drop that, and it's just uh, just you and I on Friday. And uh, the title is, Takes a Long Time to Get Young. We talk uh, quite a bit about this idea of uh, pro-youthing, staying younger... And that you know that involves a lot of things. It involves um, everything, really, because the whole aging thing is all tied in to our state of consciousness, and our state of consciousness, in our opinion, is really the only thing that matters, and it controls everything that we happen to experience in the on this earth plane, in these bodies. Our state of consciousness, simply put. What we believe, what we think, what we expect, what we believe is real, what we react to. Um, Not a good idea. Uh, All those things fill up our our state of consciousness, and that state of consciousness um, surrounds soul, who you and I are, this light beam and this state of consciousness encompasses the universe our world our world is the only world that really exists I know that seems a bit strange and maybe a bit uh, narcissistic but it's not Uh, if you understand that that the only world that exists is yours, then um, once you get that one, then you can uh, more easily uh, create what you want because you don't really care what anybody else does. (laughs) Really, that's when you win the game because what anybody else does, whether it be family, friends, even significant other, now we can get into that and the whole relationship thing is very magical and it takes a lot of care and, and uh, love and affection and you know and patience to, to work with that when you choose to have a warm warm what I call a warm love uh, for somebody that you do for your, your significant other your mom or your dad or your family, you know close friends um, And then that take, that's a whole other level of consciousness where you can live in your own world, but then uh, uh, the job is to do everything you can to accept their world as it is, so then you can kind of get together and, and merge your worlds and have a nice life. That makes sense? Because even your significant other, they have their own world, they have their own state of consciousness, and they always will, And um, and that's cool and i think that's really the reason why uh, there's so much turmoil in the marriage arena and divorces and breakups with girlfriends and boyfriends cuz you know we don't really understand it we don't really we don't really get that but once you get that then then we have the opportunity and the wherewithal to do the kind of relationships you know that we really want it takes a lot of care and work and um, you know, surrender and uh, giving up of the ego, but it can be done. But other than warm love, everything else out there is it dark in here, or do I need a little more? Not everything else out there is just pretty much cannon fodder, it, it matters not. And we talk quite a bit about this, but it matters not what um, the globalists do, what the politicians do, what the bankers do. What the um, you know all the politicians, the Biden and all these crazy people, the WHO, the CDC, all these people that that are supported by ninety-five percent of the media, probably more, just just call it ninety-five percent, uh, want you to believe that that they have control over you and can tell you what to do, and and they just can't. And as long as you and I stay out of their their um, state of consciousness don't fight with them don't believe in what they're doing and just know that they're just just like a weather report you want to believe it or not it's okay and there's no more energy to it than that you can read about them, talk about them if you want doesn't matter it's just about the energy that we give them or don't give them more importantly and don't react to them so there's, there's quite a bit Going on in the matrix uh, these days through the media, as you know, and their job, their one job, their main job, this is their job to suck you in, to suck you in. Oh my God! What are they going to do? I don't know. Oh my God! They're going to come and get me. You know. Terrorism, germs, nine eleven wars, terms, cancer, whatever, aliens, food shortages. They're just going to keep on going. Monkeypox, you know, whatever they can come up with to see if they can suck you in and suck me in. But it ain't happening with me, so if you hang out here for any length of time, I can help you to learn how to have it not happening with you. That's my job. That's what we do here. Um, so it's a little bit after 10 o'clock. Our phone lines are working. I check them. If you care to join moi via the telephone, uh, you can do it, 888 6386 Email patrick at 1radionetwork.com. If you're listening over the weekend, uh, we're going to have a good show on Monday, we found a fellow who has, uh, has a new book all about the, the global warming scam. And if you believe in the whole climate change, global warming thing, um, you may be the sweetest person and the most loving person in the world. And I, I, I you know, I, it's fine and you can believe what you want. But I'll tell you what, at the end of the day, it just ain't so. There's absolutely no evidence to back it up. Matter of fact, all of the evidence with any real science will back up the fact that uh, that we've gone through weather patterns a lot of times, Uh, the the Earth is not warming overall, Uh, the polar bears are not being melted, and and the water level is not rising. I can show you a video, or a film, or I'll get it, a photograph of the Statue of Liberty and exactly where the water is 100 years ago, and exactly where the water level is today. The same. You can go to any coastline, it's not going up. So, if the Earth has been warming, as they claim, for 100 years or whatever, there would be more ice melt, and the Earth is a, the oceans are a contained system, there's actually ice walls around the oceans on a flat plain. So, if there was really more ice melt, the, the, the water would be rising all over and it just isn't. I mean, that's just a kind of a basic duh, kind of a global warming model. And um, But, you know, with all of these different things, it's just so, um, I don't even know the word fascinating, doesn't get to get it. It's uh, fascinating that when you when you uh, when you uh, meet people who are into the medical model, they're into germs, and I'm not criticizing them. They're into whatever, you know, and uh, they've been they're into a round earth, and um, and it's been going on for so long, for so long, that it is a, now a religion to them. And the, the climate change thing has turned into that for so many people. And I know some very smart, intelligent people, sweet people, that, oh yeah, climate change is a big problem. So we're going to talk to a guest about that uh, on, uh, on um, Monday. And then maybe if you want to call in or, or ask questions of him... He, uh, you can you can do that on Monday. Also, Amanda Vollmer is going to be here next week, and we have a few other things we're we're working on. Okay. I've been getting a few emails on my little expedition into a more meat-based, less vegetable um, idea. Some people call it carnivore diet. I don't. I don't like to put myself in a category at all. Oh, I could use some water already. Because <laughs> the old Woody Allen line, you know, this one. Um, So here's the hydrogen water, then you can see sulfur at the bottom. Takes a little bit for it to dissolve when the water is room temperature, and lemon, and I do two of these a day. But, uh, I'm about 125 pounds, so half of that is, um, whatever, 62 quarts, about two quarts. But I do a sauna every day, and uh, it's pretty sweaty here in Texas, so... Um, I need to drink more water. Also, sometimes if you wake up and you feel like, man, I sure could use a good poop, you know, it's just a little slow, and things slow down down there for a lot of a lot of us, uh, and the. Um, You know, the, the the connection between all the body and the mind and soul, you and I, we talk about it a lot, but it's really, I don't know what it is, evolutionary-wise, um, the way we, we uh, evolved, and maybe it was to protect us from not eating when we were stressed out. It's probably the way we created that. Uh, you know, that's how evolution really worked, how, how we... Uh, we, we, we evolved these bodies consciously, in my opinion, oh, over millions of years. Uh, we didn't come from monkeys, I don't know. Uh, the first human popped out, but we did at some point, not, a, not from the monkeys. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows for sure. Everybody has these ideas, but there's definitely a missing link between uh, you know, primates and, and humans. And uh, some people believe we are plopped here by by aliens. Um, some some people believe that God just plopped out a man and a woman, Adam and Eve. Uh, unlikely. Um, well, they could, but it wasn't a thousand years ago, as they claim. <laughs> no, no, we've been around millions of years. So, anyway, who knows? Uh the Bible is just really, uh, um, you know, an. Uh, an analog or allegory or a a metaphor for reality. So maybe God just plopped out humans um, that would look like us a million years ago and I don't know. Nobody knows. We'll find out someday. But anyway, what I do know for sure, because this is the way it happens now, is we have been evolving for whatever, let's call it a million years. Million years. I mean, Atlantis and La Maria, we were there probably, and that goes way, way back, and way back, long ago. And um, as spiritual beings, as we evolve and learn and grow and get more awareness of the world around us, then those changes are happening in our body. That's how we evolved, right? That's how we evolved. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe one time we had four fingers and we were, we needed a uh, a thumb to, to do m- more tools or something. I don't know. Then we just grew it because that's what we needed. That's what we do now. In a way, um, we that's what we do. We we grow new tissues in uh, areas that turn out to be cancerous sometimes during stress if we need to build up an area that is weakened or we disintegrate tissues in blood vessels maybe in other places uh, if when we're going through something the other way so we can be anabolic or catabolic so the body is changing with our state of consciousness with stress and worry and happiness happiness we get Younger, healthier, and stronger when we're happy. And when we're sad, we get older and um, weaker. And who knows what's going on in the body. It's all tied in. But what I was getting at on the stomach, it's crazy. Maybe somewhere along the line, as a species, we figured out that we were fighting with our significant other before dinner, then we had digestion. and was up all night, and we, <laughs> right? Well, or I maybe mean, who knows? But so the the stomach thing is like very, very intricately it all is. But even more so, uh, you can go on and really do some um, some some googling and and see how heartburn, acid reflux, constipation, digestion, Crohn's. irritable bowel syndrome. This is huge. It's like massive in our culture. I still think to this day antacids are one of the uh, most um, purchased over-the-counter drugs. It may be. Or other than aspirin, maybe. uh, Mm -hmm. Antacids. And of course, um, it's kind of strange because they're probably the worst thing that you can do Um, for heartburn. 99% of the time, it's not enough acid. So, we learned that for years, and um, there's ways to fix that. You can actually take HCl for a while and help build up the acid, or change your diet and um, things like that. But anyway, I was going to say that if things are slow, I, I tend to get off on little tangents. So, but generally I can keep up with my, my, my active mind um, or active soul, who I am. Uh, I just use the mind, so I didn't mean to say the mind was creating this. Um, that if things are a little sluggy, sluggy in the morning, you know, like you can, you can get about a quart of water with lemon juice. I like lemon juice, just kind of more fun going down and uh, drink that puppy down, you know, do a quart. I mean, not one gulp, uh, but over 10 minutes or so or 15 minutes. And very often, um, that'll just push things through uh, pretty nicely. And even some oil with it as well. If it's dry where you live, things tend to dry up in the colon. You could do castor oil. I mean, olive oil. Probably Olive oil is probably the best oil ever, especially if you have good ones. you got to be careful... Or you buy it, but uh, olive oil, uh, castor oil—I don't. It's hard to know too much uh, now in the way of oils. Uh, we're learning a lot about all these uh, poofers that are just not good, not good, not good, not good. Canola oil, corn oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil—you know, those are the the really the bad guys. Soybean oil, of course. And also, you can use coffee as a medicine. I don't drink coffee any longer, but I had a little, um, about a quarter cup today. Things were a little slow down there, so I think, and then sure enough, drink about a quarter cup and the caffeine will, you know, have a little bowel movement. You know, things do, they do slow down just because of, you know, we're in a body and uh, a lot of energy going on Everything from EMFs to things in the air to you know to on the internet. I don't do TV, but I certainly spend enough time on the internet, and I'm really good at just reading a um, you, know reading a headline and not having it affect me, but it all does. Uh, just trust me when I tell you, it's pretty um, it's, it's, we're working on it. Our job really is to get better and better at being able to read uh, something really weird uh, without it affecting us, and being that detached from it. But that's where we're going, and that's where we're gonna need to be in the next few years, I think, is to be able to see and understand what's going on in the matrix without it having effect us at all, not skip a beat. It's just a state of consciousness, and it's a state of awareness, um, but it's real tricky, because it's going on very quickly in the now, and you're reading stuff, and and things are going on subconsciously if we're not paying attention, and before you know it, um, you know, you can't poop, or you poop too much, or you get a heartburn, or you can't sleep, or whatever. Or you catch a cold, catch a cold. You know what I mean, being? I think Hippocrates said use um, food as your medicine and medicine as your food. Pretty cool. So coffee's a a food. You can use it as medicine. It wasn't really a conscious idea. It wasn't like I really planned out. I just one day, a couple months ago, I don't think I want to do coffee anymore. But uh, every now and then, you know, every few weeks, I have a little cup I was on vacation. I had a couple cups of coffee with a friend at breakfast, and it was great. So I, it's not bad. You know, it's not, it's not bad. Matter of fact, there's nothing that's bad. <laughs> it's all good. It's all God. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't think anything is bad. So um, I've been kind of uh, looking at this more meat thing. And uh, for, so for two weeks now, Uh, two weeks, almost two weeks, I've been doing just um, meat. Pretty much just meat. My main food. uh, Ribeyes and um, chicken wings, New York steaks, ground meat. I got some buffalo, grass-fed buffalo yesterday from a place. I'll let you know after I try it and um, organ meats. And the farmer's market, boy, you can get all kinds of organ meats there, liver, kidney, fat. I got a big piece of cow fat at the farmer's market, grass-fed. And you could chop those up in little bits and put that, I'd put some with some grass-fed ground beef and onion and had that for dinner last night. It was really good. Um, So the idea behind the a carnivore people, and um, I think there's something to it. Now, I'm not sure whether it's what you cut out or whether it's adding more meat and organ meats, but Jennifer Daniels has been preaching this idea for a long time. We're soon to get some carnivore people on the show and talk about it. You know, this is just an experiment for me. I'm not suggesting I know what I'm doing, but you know, I had I got a few little issues, sleep and my numb knee toes, and uh, a still little thing in my stomach now and again. So that wasn't just getting better. So I said, well, I just need to change and just try something different. And then I came upon a on a on a video that someone sent me about these oxalates and lectins and things and and it just kind of hit me and said, well, I'm going to try this. So, you know, I'll see. If things get better, um, my little my little issues I have, I'm very blessed I have just a couple little issues, then I'll, uh, I'll know there's something to it. But one thing I'm really... Uh, anyway, oh, so somebody asked me, so that's all you're eating is meat? Thanks for being... No, uh, so um, um, people... So you can email questions or call Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com So the muscle meats are the main ones but just muscle meats don't get it. They've got a lot of good things pretty much and if you really look into it and these carnivore people have mainly a saladino, this fellow and other people they've really got everything that you need as far as vitamins and minerals and it's all there in a much more usable form than vegetables if you can believe it. Yeah. It just is. I mean, the, the, the literature is there. Uh, not too many people want to look at it because, you know, they think it's better to eat vegetables. Nothing wrong with vegetables, but there's some that are better than others. So, I'm pretty much doing that. And then, organ meats every day. So, liver, or kidneys, or fat, or chicken livers. Um, and then you can get some desiccated organ meats. That we're using from a company called Heart and Soil, is that what it is? Heart and Soil, yeah. And that's Saladino's place, and um, so we like those. And they've got spleen and pancreas. And uh, but you can find the it's better. And he even says himself, it's better to get the um, the fresh if you can. But there's places where you can get the fresh, and um, and then butter, and then eggs fat, and honey. I've been doing a lot of honey. And then fruit. So fruit has a lot of good things, and really tasty, and you got that sweetness. And I'm eating more fruit than I've ever eaten in my life, and I really like it. And my tummy likes it. Elimination likes it. And it it provides what you need, and you can have it for dessert. You know, just uh, got some peaches at the at the farmer's market, peaches and plums and um, mangoes, pineapple, um, you know, things like that. And lots of butter. So that's pretty much what I'm eating now, and I like it. And you know what's interesting? Some of the things that I found out so far, and it's only been two weeks, is um, I have a stronger hunger when it comes on than I've ever had with this diet. Isn't that interesting? Now in Ayurveda medicine, they call hunger, Agni. It's a cool word, it's called A-G-N-I. You can look it up, Agni. And they actually call Agni a god. It's such an important thing, it's kind of in Ayurveda medicine, the the, the god of Agni. Because if you have fire in your belly, you've heard the term. Boy, he has. He or she has fire in his belly, right? That's that's what you want. Because when we have fire in the belly, agni, we have a fire for life. We burn through things easily. Mark karma, right? We digest things and we uh, make hormones. So we have higher testosterone and better balance in and progesterone and, and all the girl things when we have a fire in our belly and we, we have a fire to live. We, have, uh, we want to do things. We want to do new projects. We want to be creative. And that's when we should eat is when we have that fire, that hunger. It's been called hunger, but it's hunger is fire. Look it up, Agni, A-G-N-I. Say, so we really don't want to eat when we don't have that. Oh, it's lunchtime and I'm not really hungry, but I think I should eat. I wouldn't do that. Just eat when you have that fire. You'd be surprised. It'll come in the middle of the night. It'll come anytime. And so that's when I eat now. If it's not there, I'm good. Why eat? You could go 10 hours, 12 hours. And I suspect that's what we did as hunter-gatherers for a long time that we just went played around and did things and um, when we get that fire like I guess the lioness gets it and says well time to eat you stay here with the kids and I'm going to go get dinner and they chase things and chase them down and they eat them and I suspect as hunter-gatherers that's what we did but as hunter-gatherers that we have we were for Forever, before we start to try to figure out how to plant things, and and uh, we didn't eat, you know, we didn't eat broccoli and cauliflower, and we didn't eat anything. Uh, we ate a little fruit, and because um, that's what fruit wants to do is eat. But we didn't eat seeds and nuts and and grains, not till very very recently. We just didn't. We did So that's kind of the diet. Now I'll, I'll keep up with it. But here is something that's interesting. By the way, my name is Patrick Timpone and this is OneRadioNetwork.com and if you'd like to be on the show this morning, you can call and say, Hello. 888 <laughs> 6386 email patrick at one radio network dot com that's how you do it lots of folks on audio this morning and got a few video folks I was just checking it's kind of fun video we don't get too many on video but got a few but um, oh by the way if you want to see our video shows you can always do that as well um, by going to bit and we have a link on our bit shoot thing uh, on the front page, and see all our video shows. Like to see what the what our guests look like, right? Uh, we have a product that uh, we I just ordered more and this is pearlsium it's a calcium product made from pearls but it has much more than just calcium but it is the only calcium that we recommend if you want to take a little calcium since it's from a once living source a pearl pearls are actually tears of oysters hmm that cool. That's right. Dr. Ruolin Shu harvests these pearls from several lakes, pristine, by the way, in China. Or her family tends to um, um, these these oysters. And even though uh, the mainstream media and other places tell you that everything from China is polluted, it's actually not true. Yeah, they have their share of pollution in the cities, absolutely. But they also have some of the most pristine, beautiful land with water in China, which is a huge country. So, of course, you want to be careful what you get there. But if you know the source like we do, then we know where our pearls are coming from. But back in the day, you know Cleopatra? You remember her? No, not Elizabeth Taylor, but Cleopatra. Cleopatra and hundreds of other royalties and civilizations used pearl for beauty. They actually used it. They would rub it on their skin with oil and they'd also um, take it internally. Pearl's been used in uh, in Ayurvedic medicine and Chinese medicine, which is really pretty cool. For a long time. That's something. Mm -hmm. So you can take this internally, but also... What's really cool is you brush your teeth with it. The powder, put it on your toothbrush, so check it out. It's on our website. We recommend you get two or three of the green containers, the powder, and then also the capsules. So then you can um, take them internally, or you can just take the powder into you don't need to get both of them, but those are some ideas. And then get some of this, too, someday. Have you ever wondered why elk velvet antler could be good for you?
1: So every year they shed it, and then in the spring they begin growing a new rack a new set of antlers. For three months, they grow it in three, three months. Three months? Think about the biggest moose rack you've ever seen, the biggest that's, elk rack or that's, deer that's, rack you've ever seen. That's three months of growth. It's amazing. Now, so what you have is this organ that starts off as nothing and grows within three months to be an organ that's covered in skin hair, veins, arteries, nerves, it's totally innervated, it's got bone and osteous tissue and bone marrow, it's essentially a limb. It requires special molecules like growth factors to accelerate the growth of it. And so there's growth factors in there that grow all the types of tissue that are found on it. Bone, bone marrow, nerves, skin, blood all of that is being grown by these growth factors and you can put that into your own blood and help yourself regenerate tissue
0: well that's why we use it around here you can click and order elk velvet antler from daniel vitalis sir thrival and easter thrival link right here on one radio network.com yes you can do that one of my faves took my hit today um i'm going to talk about these oxalates and maybe maybe i don't even have any in my body And I'll tell you why. And I'm going to... See, we don't know these things until you you experiment. Anyway, someone sent us a long-term study of molecular hydrogen. And I'm reading the headline. Induces reprogramming of liver metabolism in rats by modulating NADP slash NADPH redox pathways. The long and the short of it, and I sent this to Adam, and he he affirmed this on his last show, which was, was it Monday? I don't know. You know me, I don't do days. I think it was Monday. Um, that this is a something that you can use for this whole lipofuscin yellow fat disease that's a huge deal that Edward Bergstrom has written 10, 12 books about on solartiming.com. Yeah, you can go to solartiming.com and get his ebooks. He's got a bunch of them, probably like 10 bucks or something for each one. Buy a few of them, put them on your little Kindle thing, and learn about yellow fat disease and I can't believe he, there was that much to write about. Crazy, 10 ebooks from Adam Bergstrom, and this yellow fat disease is the mother load, according to Adam and other research, of our aging process and everything that goes on when Mr. Liver gets all fatted up and other places in the body, yellow fat disease, the fat actually turns yellow, and this is why we die, pretty much. Uh, but it appears, according to this research and this paper, and this is from a Japan study, quite comprehensive, Adam says. I couldn't read it because it's so geeky. I go, oh, man, but they've got pictures, they've got graphs that this is really handling yellow fat disease. Ah! Molecular hydrogen. So no wonder George looks so good. No wonder I don't appear to be aging, am I? (laughs) Other than a little wear and tear of having a body. uh, We've been breathing the molecular hydrogen for, what, three years now? It'll be three years in August. You can get a 20% deal on this puppy. Here's a picture of it uh, on our website if you'd like to look at it on video. Hydration, healing, rejuvenation. Eliminates scars, warts, psoriasis, helps the body, uh, blood pressure, headaches, aqua cure, 20% off, 20% off now. I don't know how long we're going to do the 20%, but it's promo code 1radio on one promo code 1radio. So it appears that not only is there plenty of research, you may have heard the, um, the, the audio that we've run with uh, Dr. Circus in Japan studies China Molecular Hydrogen Institute to work with the body to help imbalance balance out uh, cancer cells that have formed to try to clean up things cancer is not trying to kill you it's trying to clean things up so that's why we don't recommend uh, doing chemo because they'll want to try to kill the cancer and probably kill you along, along the way you know let me get my my earphones dropped just in case somebody calls so I uh, I sent it to Sharon I think she's going to put it up I haven't been able to check let's see if she's able to get it if not I'm sure it'll be soon she's going to make a slide out of this puppy so you can read this study oh yeah she's got it wow she's good the first slide on one radio network right there boom top left long term study wow good job Sharon She's so cool. There you go. Long-term and daily use of molecular hydrogen, liver metabolism, so you can read the study. And then after you read that, you'll probably say, well, if I can take care of Mr. Liver, the most powerful organ in the body, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, I'm going to do that. And get yourself hydrogen promo code. You can breathe the water, breathe the air, drink the water, 20% off, promo code on radio. And we do both of them. And, ha- and a lifetime warranty, baby. And a one year, no questions asked money back warranty. I mean, uh, how about that? Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is one Network.com. One of my favorite sayings is that the proof is in the pudding. Which is how we kinda do things when I'm experimenting with this um, this carnivore thing to see what happens. To everything. Hair, skin, nails, uh, um, I'm I'm growing my natural hair back. I'm gonna work on the beard too and get some more dark hairs back there. This is usually the last go hair last to go. Have you ever noticed? I don't know why that is. Um evolutionary-wise, when you see folks with uh, dark hair guys and their little goatee and their and their little chin-chin their little is, is probably the most gray. I don't know why that is probably, but we'll work on that one, too. Um, so, um, well, we'll see how, you know, the sleep and my little numb toes. And um, so we'll see. That's the only way you're going to know for sure. That's the only way I'm going to know. You know, I could come up a month from now and say, man... I'm just going to have some pasta I'm so tired of meat. Who knows? But it's a work in progress, just like all life is, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? So I was going to say, I wish you could see closely. You can see I've got one spot. One little spot. One on each hand left of these, what they call eight spots. And you can barely see it. It's, it's fading. And I'm not showing off, but I'm just trying to show you that, um, you know, what we're doing here is working, you know, I don't know any other way to say it. Um, I, re- I remember the day, I think it was about two years ago, I counted him on the air You can probably find the video, and I had 14 little liver spots on the back. 14. And we got one on each one now, and you can barely see it. So, uh, evidently, everything that we're doing with all the uh, supplements and um, correct thinking, and then also, uh, obviously, the hydrogen and the liver work, it's uh, cleaning things up there. And that's a good thing. Uh, These age spots, they call them age spots, liver spots, um you know if they're out if they're coming out they're in the body they're in there so that's probably a a nice barometer for your your um your your chronological age and your biological or your biological age Chronicle, Chronological, chronicological chronological age doesn't mean anything cry, cry, Chronological age I think I can say it I I just I just don't mean anything anymore it's hard for me to even think about the idea that I've got nearly 76 Christmases under my belt because it's just such a an ethereal thing now it doesn't even mean anything to me isn't that that funny because it's true means nothing unless we think it does. It's crazy. I'm working on a, a new screenplay, my third one. I'm rewriting the second. First one was A Real World of Money. And we've won a couple of awards. Did you see we won a couple of awards? Um, with the real world of money and we'll sell that puppy um, and then we're going to sell them all and then look and see As I, my second one we're rewriting that one and then also working on a third screenplay called It Takes a Long Time to Get Young and it's it's a good one it's, gonna, it's a great story and it's kind of like about a kind of a guy like me that, and this fellow is I think about the same chronological age as me but he even looks younger than I am just cuz it's a film you know going to make it he looks like about 35 you know <clears throat> so that's that's the premise of it and then um, there are some dark forces that want to steal or buy his formula but he doesn't have a formula because he just does it the way I do it. And so, but they don't believe him, so then they kidnap him, and it's, it's a love story. It's great. It's gonna be cool. It's called It Takes a Long Time to Get Young. Let's. I'm gonna Google what is Agni. See what they say. Agni is the Indian god. I just pulled up the first one. From Britannica. Agni is Sanskrit for fire. The fire god of Hinduism, second only to Indra in the Vedic mythology of ancient India. He is equally the fire of the sun, of lightning, and of both the domestic and the sacrificial hearth. He hearth, is hearth. a divine person personification of the fire of sacrifice he is the mouth of the gods, the karyats, the carrier of the oblation and the messenger between the human and the divine order. Agni is described in the scriptures as ruddy, hued, and having two faces, one beneficial and one malignant. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I get that because Agni is the digestive fire in Ayurveda, so here's a little bit of Agni. The Ayurvedic concept of fire or Agni is critically important to our overall health. This is from an Ayurvedic site. Agni is the force of intelligence within each of cell, each tissue, and every system within the body ultimately. It is discernment of Agni that determines which substances enter our cells. Isn't that cool that the cells have, the, I guess it's metabolism, but the cells is this fire and it kind of burns up what it doesn't, probably, I'm just assuming. It's the gatekeeper of life. In fact, according to Ayurveda, 5,000 years old, when the agni is extinguished, death soon follows. Which is why when we get sick, we don't eat, right? We don't have an appetite animals when they don't feel good. First thing, I don't eat. It also teaches us that the impaired agni is at the root of the imbalances and of all diseases. Hold on, they write, let's just sink that in for a moment. Impaired agni is at the root of all imbalances and diseases. Why agni is so important. Digestive fires. Digestive, our Ayurvedic medicine identifies at least forty distinct types of agni in the body. Whoa! Isn't that cool? Strength and vitality, tissue nutrition, production of ojas, tejas, and lustre. The maintenance of body temperature mental clarity, intelligence, courage and confidence, patience, stability. Wow. And isn't it something? You can't make this stuff up. Isn't it something that probably the number one, I don't, I keep saying it is. uh, uh, Lynn is listening. She takes notes for us. Lynn, can you find out how much money is spent on anti-assets? I don't know around the world every year in the United States, acid blockers, whatever. It's huge. It's huge. Which puts out the fire. So do you think that's an accident that Big Pharma, along with the CDC, the AMA, the WHO? to sell the idea World Health Organization that acid reflux is not enough is is too much acid. So you should take this to tone down your acid acid blockers all that stuff. I almost said the C word. Crap. Isn't that interesting that they want to another way they can tamp one down spiritually by destroying their agni when when we believe in aging the agni goes down it's a problem because it just does when we believe we're getting old well then the body will say okay well I'm getting old I don't need to produce as much digestifier because you're not going to eat you're getting old dude it's all tied in together all tied in together So, when it gets low because of bad diet, too many um, junk foods, processed foods, not enough meat, too many carbs, probably lectins, oxalates, all the stuff in these vegetables, bad oil, uh, the the agni, the digestifier just goes down and then we have acid reflux because if the food cannot be digested with no digestive fire the acid is what closes the the sphincter, what do they call that sphincter above the stomach? There's a sphincter there that closes when we have acid and when we don't have enough acid, the food that we just ate ferments and then the acid goes up and it can go up the esophagus because the sphincter, is it the duodeno? Not the duodenal it's down below, it's the esophageal sphincter, doesn't close. In. it doesn't close and then the asset can go up. It make sense? That's my understanding. Now, know that I don't do medical advice. I'm not qualified. I am not allowed to. This is just Patrick talking I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm not suggesting you do anything. See so your doctor and he knows what he's talking about. So um, So doctors recommend an asset and asset blockers, and patients feel better because it turns off what asset production they do have. And it tampers it down, and trust me when I tell you, it's just making it worse. One from a trade publication, Drug Topics, spoke of a ten billion yearly market worldwide for hand asset, two billion for just the US. Ten billion. Yeah. Thank you. That's from Lim. Billionaire, billionaire, pretty soon you're talking about real money, baby. Hmm. Wow. Isn't it cool how it's all tied in together with these Illuminati, Globalist, Big Pharma, AMA? They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah, that's right, pyloric, thank you. The pyloric valve is at the bottom. That's the one that opens and closes to the large intestine, to the small intestine. That's, um, let me see if I can stand up here. Oh, hold on. Mm. I used to be able to whiten this out here oh yeah okay so that's like right you can find it there's a bone down there and then it's kind of like right here and you can massage that pyloric valve and, and make, make sure it's working because that thing will close uh, when it's not supposed to or open when it's not supposed to for the same reason, right, lack of proper acid. Oops, it's my light. So that puppy will open and close when it's not supposed to, and that causes problem in the small intestine, and um, backs up into the stomach or goes down in the small intestine and does things like what they call SIBO and who knows what it is it's just not good so you know the whole um, uh, you know the thing the the stomach acid it's really important and I got onto that because um, since doing this whole put my leg up like my leg up since doing this whole uh, heavy meat thing and butter and eggs and uh, fat and fruit, my stomach acid or the hunger never been stronger. Isn't that interesting? So, um, so I asked myself, okay, was it the brown rice organic pasta that I love screwing things up? Are baked potatoes that I loved screwing things up? Are the almonds or the other nuts, which are seeds, messing things up? Or the oxalates in spinach, chard, some of the high oxalate foods I was eating? Was that messing things up? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. The ileocecal valve is what I showed you a moment ago. You know, I don't, I don't remember these things. The ileocecal valve. Thanks, Lynn. And the uh, the pyloric is the bottom of the stomach, and then the esophageal sphincter is the top of the stomach. See, we got them. Thanks, to Lynn. Yeah, the ileocecal valve is what I showed you down below. That's the um, valve between um, large intestine small no I'm sorry stomach and large intestine or small intestine I can get it stomach and small intestine and then phew, the H um, pyloric thing is from the bottom of the stomach so that thing messes up too when the when the acid is not right. So I don't know but I bet the farm, then, when we were hunter gatherers, and we just went out and uh, ate meat, beginning to think about this a lot, and that's all we ate, and we probably ate it mostly raw, or then we cooked it, and then we ate fat, and we ate the organs, and we ate a little fruit when had fruit, and we didn't, um, we weren't growing broccoli, we weren't growing spinach, and we weren't eating seeds or nuts and seeds because those are really the tree's seeds this is how the tree this is how the tree makes baby trees but we got to the point where we liked them so much and we could sell them so much that we could grow monocrops of a acres of almond trees with 50 kabillion almonds on them, which is not really almonds the way they're meant to be grown. They just juice them up with whatever they can to make a kabillion almonds, and then they sterilize them so they don't get fungus and put them in silos, and then it's a huge industry out of California, and I would argue that they're not worth squat. As a matter of fact, I would argue they're not good for you. Because what you know, these monocrops that they have done. Come on, seeds. My understanding that trees put out nuts, which are the seeds for the next tree, so they can have brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles. And we we were the ones that figured out we should eat them so maybe this whole all this nuts and seeds thing is um, not all it's cracked up to be possible Uh, I've kind of bought into it the last 50 years but maybe not Oh, oh, I'm getting more information here from Lynn. Eleocecal valve is between the ileum and the small intestine. Okay, yeah, we know that. And the cecum of the large intestine. Oh. But doesn't it go through the... It goes through the small intestine and then the large intestine. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. All All we need to know is that uh, if we don't have good agni, just go back to that and the things aren't right. Work on getting your agni back, whatever that takes. <clears throat> so. The. This thing on oxalate is interesting because turns out that plants and trees can't run away from their predators because they're in the ground. Mushrooms, plants, trees, broccoli, spinach, cauliflower. Cauliflower is actually a pretty easy one to digest. So what they do these smart little kids, they put in little poisons into their seeds so people won't eat them so they can have neighbors and relatives someday a tree next to them or down the road. Now fruit's fruit's pretty cool. They put their seed inside the fruit but not as a poison but so when people eat them You're supposed to eat the seed, which most animals do. Then they poop out the seed and then they get neighbors down the road. Birds eat fruit, fly over, poop, seeds go there. How cool is that? Pretty smart. So, well, well, we're understanding what's happening with, um, with these, um, vegetables that we have propagated and grown over the years. God knows where they started. Um, lots of them still have a substance called oxalates that they create so people do not eat them. They try to save their heritage. Their lineage, which is what species do. This is what we do, right? That's why we have babies. <laughs> oh, I see. You watch a lot of movies in Hollywood, and that's not why people make babies. No, they're, they're not doing that. They're just having sex. It's okay, but that's what they're doing. Um, it's a whole other story, isn't it? It's a trip. What's going on with sex in Hollywood? So evidently, we're going to have a lady on, Sally K. Norton, that studies this stuff. Boy, you see her background. Pretty impressive resume. That these substances called lectins in grains and also... But grains are really seeds, right? They're just seeds. Like wheat is really a seed grows up to be a grass. That they grow, that these lectins are in sums like almonds and spinach and stuff like that. So, they won't get all eaten up. And they actually are little razor blade things and they've proven this and they could be harming the body and causing um, kidney stones and other stuff and leaky gut and who knows what they're causing. Wouldn't that be a trip? That's true. I think it is. But jury's still out. I don't know for sure. So that's what they do because they're in the ground. They can't run away like cows. Cows can't run away very fast but cows and wolves and sheep and buffalo, and hyena, and camels, and they run away when you try to eat them. That's their protection. Plus, a lot of them have horns and all kinds of stuff. There's plants that actually put out a vibration when they can feel that... um, Part of their leaves are getting eaten by bugs, they'll increase their vibration to make it less attractive for the rest of the plant. Pretty smart, huh? Hmm. But it just makes sense, you know, doesn't it? That we, as a species, all species. I know that they a lot of the animals change their colors. We know chameleons do, of course, too. Too they blend in with the um, with the environment so they don't get eaten. Uh, a lot of the bigger animals change their colors too, um, zebras and stuff, and to protect themselves from from wolves and that's what we do. We, in our species, uh, we get guns. <laughs> now, this is how we protect ourselves, our species, humans. We don't watch the news and we have guns. So that's how we do it. <laughs> Never thought of it like that. John writes in, so aren't or, the, aren't organ, organ meats yucky? Thanks. Yeah, well, no, they're not really. You'd be surprised, John. Uh, you can get uh, chicken livers, which are really good, chop them up and just saute them uh, with some ghee, um, some salt. You'd be surprised. They're very tasty. Um... Liver, I mean, liver and onion. I, I love liver and onions. Um, actually got some kidney fat at the farmer's market. Can you believe this lady had kidney fat? So you can cook in that. All these fats and all these organs have incredible properties. I mean, Jack, Dr. Daniels talks about this, all these organ meats, and then also, of course, the chicken feed and the cow feed and uh, cow brain and all that stuff pretty trippy I ordered some uh, some lamb testicles from the lamb lady at the farmer's market she's going to bring me some testicles guys if you want to increase testosterone might as well go to the source baby (laughs) oh yeah So no, uh, to John. No, they, they taste good, really. The real carnivore dudes, like this fellow Saladino, if he ever comes on, uh, we're going to get somebody. some of have him on. They say it's really key to do the organ meats. That just if you just did the muscle meats, you know the good stuff, the the T-bones and the and the ribeyes and the porterhouse and all that stuff. It's um, you would be we would be lacking in the nutrients that we need and we could, you know, things could get screwed up. So the organ meats are really, really important. Livers are number one. I think we could have a liver once a week for the rest of our life and do much better at everything in these bodies, my opinion. So let's see, more from Lynn. She's such a good researcher. Small intestine composed of diodunum, jejunum, <laughs> and then the ileum, then the large intestine starts. I said they got these little areas in the small intestine, and this is where all the nutrition is really sucked out, right, in the small intestine which is why it's really important to chew your food well, because, so it can go in as a chime, they call it a chime, and then the small intestine can extract the vitamins, and minerals and amino acids and all the good stuff. Yeah, did you know that even at the Mayo Clinic, you don't know, I'll tell you, that when people have kidney stones, they tell them to not eat spinach. Hmm. Too much too many oxalates. Even the Mayo clinic knows it. So the question is, what other what else are these oxalates doing? What else indeed? Somebody wrote in about oxalates. I had it here. It was something about... Where is it? Okay. This is for a repeat, but I want to do this one too hi Patrick I'm glad your website is back up yeah it was it was down this morning I don't know what was going on I have a request when you are speaking to Adam Bergstrom or Ray Pete and they give milk or butter as a remedy to safely eating foods with oxalates such as potatoes or black tea yeah I don't think they claim that I don't know if Ray Pete does I will bring it up he's going to be on two weeks right two weeks I think Adam believes that when you put butter on baked potatoes, it lowers the oxalates. But um, I would sure like to see, Adam, if you've got some kind of goods on that one. The carnivore people suggest not. But you may be right. You generally are. Black tea, um, you know, maybe milk and black tea lowers oxalates. I don't know. I'd love to see some literature on that. you please ask them for an alternative such as almond milk or coconut milk for those who are lactose intolerant or allergic to dairy. And I will bring this up to both Adam. He'll be back on the um, middle. Yeah, I don't think almond milk's a good choice. I think almonds are high in oxalates. So I wouldn't do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think oat milk is nonsense. Um, I don't know what do you want, what do you want to drink milk? What do you need? What are you looking for? You can make smoothies with just water and colostrum and coconut coconut oil fruit. you know, and there's a reason why you can't do dairy. If you really get everything happening down there, your body will do raw dairy just fine. I couldn't do dairy, used to be able to, and now I do raw goat's milk, just pew, pew. But for years, if I would do that, I would just fart. So as your gut gets cleaned up, you get the right acid balance, you'll be able to do dairy. Raw dairy is the best. Yeah, so I don't know. Adam may have the goods on butter and low oxalate. If he does, I'm into it. Um, <laughs> this is great. Cookingfrog.com has a great liver pate recipe. I make up a batch and freeze it in an ice cube tray. I have one cube of liver pate every day. That's great. That's cool. Six cubes a week to get six ounces of liver a week. Wow. Recipe has liver, onions, cream, allspice. I hate a liver before. Oh, cool. Let's put that in the show notes. That's great. That's a great way to have liver. Good for you. CookerCookingFrog.com So you make up the liver with cream and onions and allspice and then you freeze it in ice cube trays and then how do you eat you just melt it and eat it or <laughs> that's great great idea that's cool but you know I, I, I don't know if you've ever really cooked really good grass fed liver well and um, and that cooked the pants off it, cooked, like medium rare, and then have some nice, nice uh, organic onions and a little salt. Boy, to me it tastes great, but I'm crazy. Still crazy after all these.
1: At the end of the night, the only place I wanna go is back into my bedroom. And the supplement I take with me is Sir Thrival's Taboo Aphrodisia. It's an erotic herbal elixir made with several different aphrodisiac herbs and two key nutraceuticals. It's finished off with cacao, maple syrup, and a little vanilla bean for a super sexy flavor. And what it's designed to do is increase blood flow for both men and women. Come to bed, baby. Don't worry. We're married. (laughs) I wasn't worried. We
0: weren't worried. (laughs) Taboo. So if you want to work on some things south of the border, um, that's a good one for you. I was looking for my notes. Boy, I tell you. latest show we did with Fred Dashefsky, he talked about a really cool little special that he's got going on right now with some silver dollars and... Um,